Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the WYL Take Ownership Podcast, where we're all about taking ownership of your mental, your economics, and your community. I'm joined today with two amazing young women. You have Lyris Cross, model, uh, writer. You've done, I mean, like, you're a CEO of your own company. You have Tara Nicholas, an uh, actor, uh, uh, meditation, and life, uh, life fit and fitness coach. Um, or not coach necessarily, but life and fitness in terms of leading people in that space. Um, and a CEO of your own company. Um, and I appreciate you both joining me here tonight for the WIL Take Ownership Podcast. How you guys feeling? Pretty good. Um, surprisingly, you know, well, not 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 necessarily surprisingly because I'm a very optimistic person, but I am I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. In spite of, I'm good. That's love. That's love. Yeah. Love. And what I, what I want to do uh, real quick is, uh, you know, I, of course, gave a, a softball version of what your guys' day-to-day existence can comprise of professionally. But I love you you each to introduce yourself to the audience at home so they understand really who, who's speaking and why they okay. should be attuned to everything you guys are saying tonight. So, um, Tara, you, you want to pick it up first? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, one, it's COVID has been a whirlwind. I feel like, um, and I'm going to try not to take up too much time. No, I um, I feel like COVID hit and I start to feel the impact before we, New York, I live in New York, was even officially shut down. And so I started mourning a lot of work that I was really excited about early, even before quarantine. And I was, I felt a lot of like shame and I felt kind of stupid uh, getting so upset about work. And because um, there was just stuff I was very excited about. Um, and so that being said, a lot of what I've been doing is just, I've gotten to do everything. And that's why it was, it's been so exciting. I've been able to consistently do it all. So I've been teaching meditations, I've been leading workshops, I've been getting to do Reiki and group settings and private settings. I have been acting in different TV shows. I got to be in Godfather of Harlem and that was a very exciting time. Um, I got to, I'm newly sponsored by Nike. So then I was leading a lot of their campaigns. I had just gotten a campaign with Well and Good. It was like, there was just this consistent, really beautiful flow of energy that um, felt a little less, like I've had a really amazing career, but I think at times it can just feel so extreme with the highs and the lows and the waiting and the and and whatnot. And this was the first time that I just had this really beautiful, really consistent momentum going. And it was it was planned for quite a few months ahead. And that just it felt great. And then when suddenly everything hit pause, um, I think I've been surprised at how uh, shocking it's felt. Because logically, I'm I'm Haitian, like first generation, and so um, it's very much I, I have a real sense of like what suffering is. And this is not my specific experience of this is not real suffering. So I've, I think I've had to um, really sit with not trying to do or be or fix and just be like, let me just be honest with myself. I'm really upset. And then obviously now I'm feeling a lot better about it. Like, you know, we're coming in what, week three, week four, I'm, week four, I, I'm feeling much better about it, but it, it, was a, it was a bit of a whirlwind coming into this. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Lyrics for you, you know, and, and as you guys are already noticing, you guys come from very similar worlds. Um, and so our, our topic tonight is going to be mental health on the internet. But, you know, I, I, it's actually unique timing because this is actually the perfect time for you both to be talking about this issue simply because of the fact that for many creatives, they find themselves out of work. Um, and I just did a panel, actually, shout out to France and Driven Society and General Assembly, where 
Um, we, that became a topic of conversation for the entire talk. Um, and that's not to say this would be the same tonight, but I, I do think it's, it's important for you guys to give your points of view on how it is to be in this world and, and from a creative lens um, and what the reality is today. Um, but Lyris, I'll, I'll throw it to you to, to intro yourself as well. Well, hello everyone. My name is Lyris Cross. I'm a model, actress, a pioneer in the plus modeling industry. I am also an author of my very first book. It's called Make the World Your Runway, Top Model Secrets for Everyday Confidence and Success. Available on Amazon. And uh, wow, I mean, this week has been interesting. I, well, this whole period in time has been really interesting. I think uh, because of my faith in God and because of uh, the optimistic mind that my parents have taught me since I was a little girl, it's helped me to have the strongest faith ever through this storm that we're going through. Uh, like Tara said, you know, she had a lot of stuff planned. I did too. This was, um, as a creative uh, models, every time we leave a set, we are unemployed. Just like an actor, as soon as you leave a set, you are unemployed. So uh, I had a bunch of jobs for, because um, it's bridal time, March and April. So this is like my Super Bowl month. This is where I can make enough money, like all, to last me all through the summer, <laughs> pretty much. And it was just like little bit by little bit, one job was canceled. Then it's like, okay, well maybe we'll still have you come to London. Then London was canceled. Then, okay, well, I'm just gonna keep my fingers crossed for Barcelona. Barcelona was canceled. And I was just like, but immediately, I, I guess I gave my, myself a second to grieve those jobs, but I just really believe that, um, God is going to provide, has been providing, and that whatever I lost is going to come back in its due time and season. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've held on to and really, really believe. And surprisingly, I have kicked into overdrive for other projects that I really want to do. Um, and I'm still having a great flow um, with, within myself career-wise. Like last week, I did... Uh, a series called Lyris Motivates on my Instagram, on Instagram Live, where I had different thought leaders and faith leaders come on and just share some words of wisdom to help everybody get through. And it was amazing. And so many people said that they felt empowered, um, they were excited about it, and it gave them some tips to help to deal with quarantine. And that's what we wanna do. Um, we wanna push through this, we wanna make time, um, for things that we haven't been able to do, but also make time for rest. Uh, I'm a Libra, I'm all about balance. So I like to work hard because I like to play hard because I also like to rest hard. And uh, I think we just have to, um, I'm big about feeling whatever you need to feel at that very moment, but just not staying stuck there. And I'm sure we can delve more into that as this conversation evolves. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, I, Franz, you might you're probably gonna end up changing the title for this episode because you know I, I think I really want to keep it on the lens of them being in their world um, versus just the the euphemistic internet world that we live in. But uh, we could start there though. Um, and what I'd love to learn from, and I'll start with you, Larry, is like, you know, how has the internet played a positive 
uh, you know, role in your career and your career growth? Um, mm -hmm. And where has it been tough as well? Well, the internet has played a positive way in my career because it's allowed me the opportunity to reach people across the world. Um, I literally, I can log on and speak to people in London, speak to people in Africa, speak to people in Singapore. Uh, and I feel like social media is our own personal pulpit or press conference. So every time I put a video out there or a picture or I go on Instagram Live or Facebook Live, it's allowing me to share uh, positivity, uh, laughter. For me, laughter is really, really good medicine. So it's really important um, to just laugh at so many things. You can have the worst day and then finally see some funny meme that like changes the course of your evening. So I try to utilize my social media to help people laugh. I post all types of crazy, funny stuff in my uh, Insta stories. I try to post something um, to motivate and inspire in the morning and um, throughout the day, then I just post some of my other model stuff or other fun stuff. You just really want to be able to engage. Uh, now, the bad side of social media is the tumbleweed of um, it's the tumbleweed of conspiracy theorists, the tumbleweed of uh, negativity, um, the tumbleweed of pessimism, and that's when you sometimes, if you if you're starting to see that you're hitting those walls with different people, which look, some we're only human, so people are gonna feel whatever emotions, but when you see that it's starting to be too much for you, I tell people, use the restrict button, use the mute button. Um, you don't have to unfollow them or, or unfriend them, but use those buttons to the best of your ability because you need to protect your sanity, especially living through a pandemic. Uh, and if you have to, just log off completely. Log off, tell a loved one, hey, I'm just logging off for a few days, but feel free to text or call me to make sure I'm okay so nobody thinks, you know, something happened to you. But take your power back. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we forget how much power we have. We have the power to hang up. We have the power to mute, restrict, unfollow. Do whatever you have to do to protect your sanity. Yeah, that's real. It, 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 these times are interesting, too, because um, I think we – with social media, like even to your point about information and how it gets spread uh, earlier, and I'm, I'm going I'm to timestamp the episode, but it's all good. Uh, earlier, there was a, a, a post that went out by Adam Schefter, who's an NFL insider. It was a fake uh, account, but he had posted that Colin Kaepernick got signed one year, $9 million from New York Jets. To the and Jets. Was, like, shade Room shared it out. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I reshared it. And then I went back to my story. This is like maybe like two minutes later, and it was gone. I was like, what? And uh, I realized like they they removed it because it was announced a few minutes after that that it was a big hoax. It was just, it was like a, a dummy account that posted that out, and so all these major outlets had the you know first the ones that didn't post it had a field day in terms of highlighting how it was in, you know inaccurate news. But Kaepernick's been trending ever since. Um, so there's misinformation, but also the, the other part, there is power being able to mute things to block people, all that. The tough part, though, is the fine line between muting people that are affecting or assaulting your mental sanity mm -hmm. and, and or 
creating an echo chamber around yourself where you're only hearing the same narrative over and over again, where then mm -hmm. if misinformation enters that echo chamber, it can be very, very, I mean, shit, echo chamber, you think about the U.S. and, and, and what, you know, and I, not, not trying to get too political with it, but when Trump says something's true, his base believes him. Mm -hmm. and, and so that even that that's not even all social media right that's just our lived experience so um that's the one thing i would say in terms of cause to pause on that but you're right if it's if it's a direct assault to your to your being to your spirit you gotta you gotta protect that you gotta protect that light um tara for you you know what have, what have you seen to be the biggest impacts of social media and uh, also biggest drawbacks to, to, to piggyback off of what lyrics were saying yeah you know what's, what's weird is um I was very slow and tentative to get involved in social media. I, not for really any profound reason, I think I just really didn't understand how specifically women were using it and using it in a way where it was supportive. What I mean is like, and, and how to apply that to me. So what I would see was that my friends who would post a lot of the really sexy, beautiful photos actually hated posting those photos. And so it was confusing me because I didn't really understand like, so then why are you on social media? So my relationship to it was it took me time to understand like, what is my like authentic voice on social media? And through that process, and like, I really hesitate to give social media this much credit. Let's say like inspired <laughs> by social media, you know, like I think what I, I started to find a really clear and authentic voice because I was so slow to post and to add and, and it, uh, again, shuddering to admit it, but a lot of me like creating an LLC, I created an LLC a year ago to like house all that I do because I realized wellness is what I do. Like taking care of yourself from the inside out is what I'm passionate about. And that's at the core of me, it drives everything I do. So in the art world, I'm all of that. For me, it's about like connection and health and telling stories and, and, and caring. Um, and social, social media also started to teach me, oh, I hate that I'm admitting all this, um, <laughs> started to teach me, you know, like I would post things that resonated with me that I didn't really expect to get likes. And I was always blown away. A lot of the things I would write or a lot of the like inspiring quotes, inspiring to me, not like, hmm, what would people find inspiring? Like I just continue to commit to like, what do I actually think and feel and believe in? And I was so pleasantly surprised at the response. So I guess like, and similarly to you, like Liris, I find that there was that really beautiful aspect of it and engaging and connecting, especially, you know, like I'm sim also similar, COVID has not, it's been very emotional for me, um, especially because I'm so on the go. And so to be sitting so much and like, stewing so much and everything I'm feeling good bad and everything in between um has been a lot and not a lot bad but just a lot and I find though that I'm people are also engaging with me in a, a lot usually it was like emojis and like you know like like yay go girl and now it's like people are really writing to me and and slipping into my dms for really like positive things and I'm I'm getting more work and work that I wouldn't have even had time to really focus on Mm -hmm. um, so that's a really beautiful and really unexpected aspect of internet and what it's been able to give me. Um, and also just like silly and fun ways of keeping in contact with friends, like real friends, people who there are only so many hours in the day. I can't text call everyone. So it's really nice to just like do a quick scroll and give them like 
loving harassment, you know, on the gram, liking everything, seeing all the stories. Um, and the negative, really everything you already said, Lyris, like it was really, um, it was painful seeing initially how flippant and careless people were being about COVID. Um, just cause like early on it was already affecting my work. And so I was already like, uh, this is real. <laughs> this is real. Cause I'm <laughs> invoices that are now like null and void, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the aspect of it. People just, sometimes the jokes, I was like, it's just not funny. You know, like people are dying. Healthcare workers are being traumatized in ways that like they never quite knowingly signed up for. Um, yeah, and everything you already said, those are just my additions. You both talked a lot about, um, and it matriculated itself through your stories about laughter, about whether it could be funny memes, it could be whatever, and it could brighten your whole day. Um, what are things you guys are watching now, right? Like that could be Netflix, it could be, what are things you guys are watching now or plugging into that's keeping you laughing for a while, if anything? Well, I stopped watching TV a few years ago, so. I haven't watched, I still haven't watched TV since I've been in quarantine, which I know people are like, what? How are you home all this time? (laughs) But I just, I haven't. I, for me, I think it's, when you've been depressed before and you know how life can affect you and you figured out your way to keep your sanity when things get rocky, I stick to that because I value myself and I value my outlook on life and I'm getting preparing myself for after this. Mm -hmm. So um, I listen to, actually, I I listen to a lot of people on Periscope. That's what I follow different thought leaders, pastors, apostles, prophets. Um, I have been in club quarantine with DJ Nice, um, DJ Booby from Baltimore. He's okay. been DJing for years online. So um, I log into some of the stuff like that. But the stuff that makes me laugh is um, over the years on Instagram, I created a folder called laugh. Mm-hmm. And just anything that I see that's funny to me, I just save it in that folder. So I have so much stuff in it that some days I'm literally, I'm just laying on my couch and I'm just going one by one watching. Oh my God, that was so funny. And then there's different accounts that I follow who are just really funny to me. So I'll just go to their page and literally I'm like laughing to the top of my lungs here in the apartment, but it it works for me. And, um, and it's one of those things. It's like, it's chicken soup for the soul. So I just, I love laughter. I love how it makes me feel. And I love, I love its effect on other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about, how about you, Tara? Any, anything you're plugging into now? And I'm happy you expanded the, the, the scope there. So beyond Netflix, right? What are, what are things that you're plugging into that keep you laughing uh, when it's needed most? Um, I guess not surprisingly with a little more time, I've really been connecting with friends. Like I'm in a bunch of different group chats. And so there's that, there's that app. It's not new, but it's new to me, House Party. So it's, it's like you're, you're all able to be there live. Like, and, you know, it looks like this, but it's on your phone. Um, and just connecting with folks where normally like, even if our schedules are still a little crazy, like some are doctors, some are teachers and still have to do like virtually teach. Um, 
it's been really great with just the shenanigans that happen on house party or like any of the little happy hour moments. Um, and also something that I've been doing, cause I got the idea cause I, because I'm used to working out and being on the go so much, I found that between having so much catch up work to do, partly because of COVID, but also partly me realizing like, wow, there's a lot of stuff that had gotten away from me. And this is a great time to like tackle it, like taxes and bookkeeping and like all those things that I was like, I'll get to it <laughs> eventually, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like now it's like, okay, adult time. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's one of the hard things about being an entrepreneur too. You're like, okay, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna do my taxes on this day. I'm yeah. gonna clean out this closet. I'm gonna do this. And it, it just seems like you never get around to it, especially if you're traveling a lot. Yes, and that to-do list is never ending. And you know, our hours are crazy. You know, we look at the top of the week, you're looking at your schedule, your hours are crazy. And then as the week goes on, whatever you thought it was, it's like times 10, you know? Like, I know you know, right? Like mm -hmm. the audition's coming up, the new thing, da 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 da, -da. Um, but so it's been it's been the other fun thing that's that i've really <laughs> my friends like love hate it is because i was struggling to get motivated to work out i'll pick like one soul and i'll be like hey it's workout time and i'll just like facetime them and make them do something with me because mostly i need to like be creative about my body weight programming or i'm or i need to like like i've, I've had a few like corporate contracts come through and a lot of time that's what they want. I want to like test it out on, on myself, but really like giggle with my friends. So we'll all get on FaceTime and we'll like do stuff together. And, or I'll be like, Hey, like Nike's doing something live. Like let's do it together. And I'll FaceTime them to make sure they're not faking it. Like I'll, I'll be like lovingly very aggressive, like very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> that's an you you know, like really, really aggressive. And I'll be like, what you, what else you gotta do? You ain't got like, over the top, but we're giggling the whole time, crying. <laughs> um, and so I always like put it in my chats. I'll be like, who's available at 11 or like whatever the schedule is. Um, and that's, and I, the other thing too, has just been the conversations, you know, like whether the conversations about how people are really doing. So you had that first kind of icebreaker of like, actually this was really hard. And then eventually things happen into like, oh, I've been trying to cook. And it's been a lot of funny cooking stories or we'll like FaceTime cooking together. Things that normally you just don't have time for. Or like, I'm kind of a homebody. A lot of time I want to just be by myself. Um, mm -hmm. And I find now that I've even opened up a little more to just like shared experiences of big or small. Um, and that, that's brought me a lot of joy, venting about things that normally I wouldn't even have time. It'd be like, yeah, 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 on to the next. I don't have time. And now it's, as you're stewing with it, you also get to giggle about it with friends. Yeah. yeah. So, so this time in your career with standing, because you both talked about how, you know, you're, you're, I guess you're on the positive side of it in terms of how you're approaching it and moving through it, but it starts off by you losing jobs, losing opportunities just to travel even, you know, that, that being part of it. Um, outside of this moment, though, for both of you, what, where have you found yourself, what's been the, the most trying time in your career? Like, when was there a moment, an impasse where you were like, ah, Lyrish, you mentioned, you know, you walk off a set, you're unemployed, right? Was there ever a time in your career where finally it was like, damn, I, I might just stay unemployed. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I want to sign up again. And how did you, how did you figure that piece out and get through it? Or maybe everything's been amazing and you're like, nah, gee, I've been chilling. No. <laughs> well, for me, it was about 
um, three years ago. It was before I went on Project Runway for our season 16. Uh, I had ended the 2016 kind of rough, <laughs> um, pretty rough. And uh, I had started the year and said I was going to do my model boot camp. And I had this whole uh, sponsorship deck I sent out. Uh, nobody signed up to sponsor. Then I opened registration for all these different t cities for me to tour to for the boot camp. And people were signing up, but in some cities, they, you know, not everyone was signing up. And I was just like, okay, so I'm going to have to pay for this tour. The bottom line is going to consistently have to come out of whatever it is I'm earning. And also, I wasn't really working that much as a model. I really wasn't working at all, really, at that point. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I think we hit those walls and you're wondering why is it not working? What's wrong? Um, should I give up? This was the first time in probably all of my career I, I called my mom and I said, you know, I might be coming back to Baltimore. <laughs> so she knew uh, something was up with me, but literally, um, the lady who's my spiritual covering, um, Marquita, uh, Marquita Collins, she called me one day and she just told me, she was like, I uh, got, you know, like God is telling me that you're really frustrated about some things right now. But he told me to tell you that it's all about to work out for your good. Just keep going. Do not give up. Do not give up. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, and I just literally, that if you had that like the faith the size of a mustard seed yeah. I, that's all i had left yeah i had this much left but somehow i held on and eventually uh different people were like oh well you're coming to my city look i'll give you the studio for free hey i'll cover you know the catering for that part hey i'll get you your flight and literally the boot camp tour came together i ended up doing that that ended up being amazing. Next thing you know, I get a call from the Steve Harvey show. They wanted me to come on and do a special boot camp about confidence. And I mean, who says no to Steve Harvey? I didn't. So I went on, did that. And then I remember, I was like, okay, God, that was nice. But what else? <laughs> and then that's when I was presented the opportunity of Project Runway. And when I tell you, I literally, I cried when they called me to say that I was going to be a part of the very first season that had models for the week-to-week -week designer challenges. One, because now I was about to get paid weekly. Uh, and two, it was going to, you know, shine a bigger light on my whole situation. So, um, you know, I know that us as actors, models, um, tech startups, uh, um, fitness experts, if we, we go through those down periods, but we just have to, I thank God for the people who are around me, who didn't let, allow me to give up. I thank God for the faith that I have within me that allowed me to keep pushing forward 
because uh, that's one of the hardest things, especially as an entrepreneur, just to continue to show up. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, you're not right for this, but then you get the next casting. Um, sorry, we're not interested. Oh, okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Then no, we're not going to use her. It, you just have to keep going and keep showing up. And I'm glad that I did because I ended up showing up you know, on the, on the, on the TV screen every week. <laughs> and now um, I'm continuing to show up with my book. And now I'm a spokesperson for Maggie Sotero Bridal. So it's just, it's really been amazing, but we have to be careful who we have around us because those are the people who help to pull us up. And we have to work on our mindsets too. Um, I'm so glad that I'm, I'm mentally strong in places that I didn't even realize I was, I realized I was till I got through it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we think that, oh, I just, I can't take anymore, but really it's, it's pruning us. It's, um, it's kind of like when you're in the gym and you're lifting weights and it's hard and you're, you're moving slow cause you really can't pick it up, but it's really, it's training you to be able to handle what's to come. It's, it's making you mentally stronger. It's making you physically stronger. And um, it's kind of like the weights of life, but we keep training and we get stronger and stronger. And next thing you know, when the next storm comes, we're already mentally strong. We're able to um, combat whatever comes towards us. Lyrics came on this show with a bunch of gems out of a bag just falling. Okay, okay. I love that. <laughs> That, I mean, that's just, that's how it's just coming out, kind of coming out of my spirit right now. But, yeah. but that's what I feel. Um, we just, we can't give up. I mean, Ofo, I know you've gone through so much with your business, you know? I'm sure there's times when you're like, when, how are we going to raise this money? How is this going to happen? I have witnessed your resilience just in the past few years of, how your company continues to level up every year. Like you and I sometimes have even had these like off the record end of the year chats and talk about our plans for the next year. And the next thing you know, it's like, I, I'll hit you up and I'm like, I see you, <laughs> you doing your thing. Like it's manifesting. And that's because we continue to show up and we're not giving up. And um, I know that whoever is listening to this podcast right now, I know you may have lost your job. I know things may have been canceled. I know that you may have lost a loved one, but I still need you to take whatever time you, you need for yourself, but get back up and continue to show up because truthfully the best is yet to come. And I truly believe that, you know, I, People were like, you know, you know, you said 2020 was going to be your year. And I said, yeah, and it still is. Mm-hmm. It still is. Like, this is just a portion. And things are still happening even within us being in quarantine. So, yep, 2020 is still my year. Bloop. <laughs> nah, low-key, yeah. I mean, um, 2016 was that year for me as well, right? Like that was the the year. That was hard. It was hard. It was hard. It was a lot of a lot of um, those like those those uh truthful, this is my reality, painful tears. 
Yeah. Of like, yo, when, and you taste them, they drip down, right? Like, yes. <laughs> that salt, it gets extra salty. Like, yeah. and you're like, yo, is this, is this really it? And that, that mustard seed thing is real. And I've, you know, I've actually even shared this story at the night of our launch for the pod, the, the original version of this podcast a couple years back. Um, and I, you know, I talk about how we ran out of money and it, it was not the first time that it happened, but in any, with any business, you know, it, it's like, even for you guys now, you're at a point in your career where you're, you're looking forward, right? Like old jobs you might've taken a year in, two years, you're not taking them anymore because you're past that. Mm -hmm. the, the tough part though with that is, you think about a company, it's actually, it's easier to get along. And I use that term very, in a very funny way. It's easier to get along in the beginning when there's, there's not that much overhead. There's not that much staff. There's not that many offices. So when, you, so when you take punches to the chest, to the chin, you can bounce right back because you've been used to being broke. And I said that with who's your landlord, like I've been broke since I was in college, like that's nothing new to me. Once you start hiring people though, mm -hmm. and your payroll, you see your bank account going down, and in the beginning when you're not making the money to cover that, as you watch that, like I didn't realize what anxiety and stress really were till that <laughs> 2016 and that shit just, then by the top of 2017, I had a ball spot right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was stress. It mm -hmm. was, it was, it was. When the, the bank, when I went to the bank account, when I, when I went to the subway in the Bronx, New York, trying to get home in de December of 2016, and I couldn't because <laughs> wow. my account was tapped. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, uh, I was able to. Um, or this, I guess, the station I was at took only. Uh, it took. It, it wasn't taking cards, um, and I I went to the bank to pull money out. Let make sure I got the story right, because like, why did that end up being important? Um, I think the the reader was it was wrong or didn't didn't work something along those lines. I had to go to the next station, and thankfully I was able. I, just, I had under twenty dollars, so I couldn't take money out the bank. I remember that when I was at the ATM, and I was able to to put just enough in to get home. And uh, I just remember crying, like I I was spent. I was like I I, I don't have it anymore, like having to convince a team and inspire them, you're, you're also a human. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, you need inspiration as well. Yes. Um, so when, when all this stuff was happening, I remember sitting in my bed and crying, crying, and, but it lasted all of a few minutes because I started kind of sinisterly laughing and being like, I'm still gonna get up tomorrow and do this shit. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, I looked at God like, why are you doing this to me, man? Like, you know I'm gonna get up tomorrow and still do it, right? Uh -huh. um, and within a week, we had a $10,000 partnership deal that came through that I didn't even book. My co-founder did. You know what I mean? And it was like these blessings, God uses those moments to really test your faith. Yes. And if you're willing to, to rock with that, with that ebb and that flow, um, or with that ebb, like he'll, he'll let you see the flow eventually, even if it's not the timeline you had in mind. Um, but yeah, uh, Tara, for, for you, you know, what was that? What's that been like? What was that moment for you? That that moment, that impasse that you thought you probably weren't gonna get through, but ended up, I guess, getting through. Getting through. To be honest, and they come often for me. Um, I feel like I most of what I'm creating is in my imagination. You know what I mean? So I I rarely get like tangible feedback as far as like all the energy I'm I'm putting out into the world. And so when the jobs come, it's amazing and like mind blown. I'm like, oh my God, this is better than I could have imagined. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And yet 
the aftermath a lot of the time is really hard because it's like a really easy example of that is getting sponsored by Nike. It was a slow process to like the official contract, but the contract doesn't suddenly mean that I'm now rolling in money. You know what I mean? Like what the contract means is I'm sponsored by Nike and like they're going to support and invest in me, but I don't suddenly have a baller ass salary. You know what I mean? It's like, 2019 was one of my most transformative years across the board. I incorporated, I got to like, I got to have a lot of the tangible and the tangible is what really makes me feel like I'm not losing my mind. Um, but it's also one of the years that I make the le- I made the least amount of money. Even though I know for a fact, the amount of growth that happened, the things I like, I, it was my first reoccurring role on a TV show. It was my first time being invited on panels to talk about my expertise on things. You know, it was my first time realizing that I had actually created this platform and this brand and it's, I had already created it a long time ago, but suddenly now the world got to find out. Um, and at the end of that year came Nike, but also at the end of that year, I felt, I looked at my bank accounts and I was like, what the F is going, like, I don't, how, how? How? I'm, I have more jobs than I can even, I'm barely sleeping. I don't have days off. I don't understand. Like the thought of taking off right now is such a joke. And yet I don't feel like I'm like good. You know, so I think a lot of my process, like it, there've been plenty of times that I felt really dark, but I think what I find is a lot of time, those moments where I feel really low, And I admit, like, I am really sensitive and I do veer towards, like, sadness at times because it's, I'm so passionate about these things. But what I've gotten much better at, and to your point, Lyris, you know, you, you start to, you realize this resilience and this inner strength inside of you. And that comes from, like, I actually believe in who I am and what I'm doing and what I'm here to do. And, And I'm having, like, sometimes really small and yet unbelievably impactful interactions with other human beings that let me know, like, Okay. And I think more than anything, what I find now is that I have like out loud conversations with God and I'm like, here's the thing. I'm tired and I need to be making a lot more money with how hard I'm working. Like this doesn't make sense. And I think before, I think my, my way of praying was a little more like formal, Mm -hmm. you know, like it felt formal. It felt more like, you know, like I'm not going to curse, like it's God. Yeah, you know, like, I'm not going to curse I feel like, but I think more and more, like, sometimes I'm just, I'm furious. I'm like, how did this job fall through? Or how did my agent drop the ball? Like, how, I don't understand. Like, how is this even possible? And, I, and then, without fail, it's also a moment where I'm like, you know, maybe it's time to go back to school. And then always, 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 within sometimes minutes, and sometimes it's the next morning, something mind-blowingly amazing happens it's always when i feel like no really like i'm really tired and is i'm not someone who's like every other day having a moment you know what i mean but it's just like and and i know you both know this like we work so hard and a lot of what we put out in the world we don't get back immediately and not in the way we imagined but when we do it is it's a lot of what we talk about in meditation it's the or something better like god knows Uh, an outcome that is so beyond anything you could have imagined, envisioned, wanted, yearned for, beyond in all aspects of your life. And it's, that's, I think, a lot of what my faith is, is like, 
here's what I want. I don't even understand how, like, please God, but I know I need it to, to kind of feel like this. And I feel like, like even again, like it's just a really easy example. I've always said I should never have to buy fitness clothes. I, I've just always said it because I started as a dancer. You know, I started as a dancer. I danced my whole life. I'm sick of like people see me in something and they're like, oh, where'd you get that? And then they go buy it. And I'm like, therefore, I should have money on this. And when Nike happened, I was like, <laughs> I did that. Because <laughs> it was just like a really, and then obviously, like, as I've gotten to know the brand, it's done like so much more for me. Um, and it's expanded what I was already doing. And that's why it even came together. But I, I really, for me, it's just been um, very often having these moments where I just feel like I don't, I don't know if I can go on because it just feels um, the unknown feels scary. Like I just keep putting stuff out there and other days that unknown is ex exciting and it's exhilarating. It makes me feel like I can like, okay, I don't know. So I can create my own, my own lane and other days it feels really debilitating. So um, really my faith has, has been what carries me through in those moments and the ability to just keep going. I keep, I always remind myself like it's, it's not a sprint. You know, you have to take that time, like when you feel, when you're not feeling so good and take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah I think it's important to like kind of sit in your, allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you need to feel. Mm -hmm. um, so that way, cause when we don't, that's where we get resentment. That's where we get um, added levels of stress. So if you need to, if I need to cry, I will sit in here and cry. No, I be crying. Cry my eyes out. But then after that, <clears throat> I have to get back up. Yep. I have to, um, I have to say, I have to hit the reset button. I have to change the energy. I have to move forward. It's okay to feel whatever you need to feel, but you can't stay stuck there. Because when you stay stuck, you're going to miss the blessing that's really trying to come in, into your life. And... I don't want to miss any blessings yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like something that's always surprised me is the, the, when the blessings come, mm -hmm. it's not the one that I was, you know, you know, sometimes when the metaphor is easy, when I think about dance, like dance auditions, that leg is up, your triple pirouette, da, 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 five, six, seven, eight, go, go, go. That it's like that, it's that feeling of like you are fighting to the death for that one spot. Right. Mm -hmm. And that energy of muscling, it's also a skill, right? We've all had to grind it out, not really sleep, go, go, go. You're flying here, you're flying there. You you don't you can't make any plans. Your family is looking at giving you the ill side eye or a significant other, your best friends, all that. But I oh, yeah. like now more than ever, every time I just surrender for a moment, and COVID's a really like easy example of like sometimes there's not much you can do other than just like sit with this. Like this is what it is. I can't get that job back. And I, I sit with it for a second. And I kid you not, in that moment, I get an email or a DM or something that is like, I'm at the point now where I'm completely reconfiguring what my income is going to be in a way that is going to be way better and way more lucrative than anything I had in mind. Because before, I didn't even have time to make space for a lot of these other avenues. Um, yeah, that was it. <laughs> What's, what I find really interesting about both of you, because I, I know both of you are more about both of your personal stories. And what I find very interesting is, you know, 
naturally you guys are people who who pour into other people right um you know Lyrics, you talked about project runway and what's interesting i don't think i even realized you had started model boot camp before that yes right and and before you know you really and and on top of that you you've lived different lives to get here like <laughs> yes you you were a pioneer in that space mm -hmm. um tar very similar for you right like you know, you talked about being a dancer. People know you, the now version of you. Like, and I always think in my mind, people would always just scroll through Instagram and see older versions of ourselves, but it still doesn't tell the full story. But like, you danced on stage with Beyonce, right? Like, you trained Madonna. Like, these are things that, it's almost like you almost forget them as you're climbing through your life and doing these new things. You know, where, where and then with you teaching meditation and making sure other people ha have the ability to let these moments in. And funny enough, you say, you say now in the quarantine time, you've been able to have more time to, to, to process things or, or to realize things or to notice new ways to make income that you wouldn't have had time for before. But yet your, your whole thing to people was to create time, right? Meditate so they can have more still time to do more. You know, how do you guys feel like giving? You know, and I'll, I'll wrap with, with this, but how do you guys feel like giving has built you into being really the juggernauts you guys are and are still becoming within your careers, but also within your families and, and friend, friend groups too? Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll start it off with Lyrics. Well, giving can be, can be so many ways. It could be financially, it could be spiritually, it could be physically. Uh, I am, um, I'm sorry, can you repeat the question again? Because I feel like I'm about to go in another space and I want to make sure I have it right. No, and to be real, you probably would have still hit it because like, you have a way of doing that. But the, the idea is how is, how is giving, because so, you mentioned, right, um, doing model boot camp, doing this tour, you're looking mm -hmm. at the numbers, you're about to lose money across the board in terms of, it's coming mm -hmm. out of your pocket. Right. Your response to that realization wasn't, I am about to do this, like I'm about to call it. Your response was, damn, it's going to cost me a lot of money. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, saying, how do you feel like uh, the act of giving has actually helped you to be where you are today? Well, I, I feel like the act of giving is like the best currency that you can have in karma. Because when I, even though I'm not giving to get back, but because it's just one of those things, it, it comes back to you. Um, it just, you never know when it's going to come back to you. I, I think I have pretty good karma points. Like I, I was grocery shopping uh, probably about two weeks ago and my phone fell out of my jacket in the grocery store. During these COVID times, one lady's like, hey, get on my phone, uh, log into your um, iCloud. Let's see if we can track down your phone. Ended up tracking my phone in the store. Uh, the thing is, there's other people who have lost their phones, left their credit cards in at the airport, you know, where you check in for your flight. I always turn that stuff in. I just feel like, things come back to you. People help, um, people that you help, you'll have a situation that comes to you where you need help and people will fill in the gap. Uh, today, 
one of my favorite photographers, he, um, his stable job is working for FedEx. Um, I noticed a picture of him on his Instagram and he just had a scarf wrapped around his face. So me knowing I'm not really leaving the house for anything and I have a stack of masks, what can I do? I hadn't, I haven't driven my car since probably March 15th. I hopped in my car, drove to his house today and dropped him a storage bag of extra masks that I was like, I'm, I'm not going to probably use these or at least I don't need them immediately right now. And he just, he thanked me so much because his max that he ordered, he ordered, hadn't gotten in yet. And FedEx had only given him one mask. Wow. And they're kind of like, oh, well, it's not really our responsibility. But this is somebody who is trying to make a living for himself, but also he's helping people get their packages who, it could be medicines, it could be supplies, it could be a mask for other people. So I think little acts of kindness, one, it just, it made me feel amazing doing that. It made me feel so good. So if that, if I could do something like that to help brighten my own day, then so be it but it's also helping to brighten his day. And who knows, it may, it may protect him. But I think I take um, delight in being the friend that people feel like, let me call Lyris, because uh, I need her to pray for me. Different families have lost loved ones. I have um, one of my close childhood friends, her, her mother, and her father are all recovering from COVID. The father's still in the hospital right now. Um, my mom lost a friend and her mom to COVID a couple days ago. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people that are being affected. Uh, but I think when I do something good, when you do something good, when Tara does something good, it really helps the greater good of our whole world. Uh, I, I, I said, I've said this before COVID and I'm going to say it now, we, we are stronger together when we have each other's back when we do little acts of kindness little or big just we are stronger together and i think if anything COVID is showing us how much uh, we really are one and how much we really need to be there for each other mm -hmm. Amen. yeah tara how, how about you you know yeah i feel like i learned i really got to witness giving from my mother. My mother is someone who will give until she has nothing left. I mean, to a fault even. Um, and through her, like the way that she would, and she still does, she's still here, thankfully. Uh, but she has this way of just completely understanding how to brighten someone's day and watching her do it for others watching her do it and obviously experiencing it for myself. Like this is a woman where like, I'm so tired and confused or all of the things that she doesn't always know what to say, but she always knows what to do. Mm. And she'll, she'll bring over my favorite thing or she'll get me like a little cheapo earring she saw on the street, you know? And it's like, it's not about like gifts. It's about like, the, like she's been listening and she knows what I love and she knows like how to bring me joy and like, don't cry to her. I'm so sensitive. <laughs> um, but, um, so I learned a lot about that through her. And then in, and I realized the way that 
people's acts of kindness have like saved me in so many instances, the way that, and also it's my spirituality, the way that like God's gotten me out of situations where I'm like, I don't understand how, the way that I've gotten like Madonna, that connection came from me just being kind kind to some of my fellow trainers at one of these uh one of these boutique studios and one day i was venting i was telling her i had crystals i'm always i always have crystals in my pocket i was telling her about the crystals i was telling her about how i was having some insomnia she's like you know what a friend of mine put out a post that madonna needs new trainers and she made it seem like it was like a far off thing she was best friends with that person and connected me like beyonce same thing it's like it's 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 the more i pour and that goes back to like authenticity. I'm authentically a loving, sweet person. And you have a lot of bad experiences that make you question like, oh, people think I'm soft. Or people think, you know I mean? <laughs> Ooh, you preaching now, girl. You okay. Now. Like, you know, I've had a lot of really traumatic experiences where like I lead with kindness and love. And when you get the like, oh, oh you're trying to play me because I was kind, you know, it's really understandable to be like, well, then I won't. Mm. Like, I won't. Like, and I get so much love out of caring for people. Like that's why, like obviously it's important for me, for my work, for my income to have a certain level of visibil visibility. But when I tell you I'm like teaching a kettlebell class and someone's like, has a tiny kettlebell and I can tell they're stronger than that. And I'll be like, hey, I'm gonna bring you this. And they're like, oh no, I can't. And I'll stand right next to them. I'll be like, I'll be right here. If it's too much, throw it in my hand. And when I see the light in their eyes, just like, because they just realized in that moment that they were much stronger than they thought they were. Mm. I don't need a thank you. I got it. You know, like those, those moments give me so much joy. And like with Reiki and all the meditation, like it's energy work. So whether I can see them or not, I can feel that something changed. And like with art, with anything artistic, theater, TV, like, I'm able to feel whether I'm giving voice to something else, like you can feel that you're, you're changing and having an impact. And it's not, for me, it's not, I hope it didn't sound like, it's not at all like a narcissistic, like I want all the accolades. Like, yes, those are nice. But what I want is to have actually helped, actually helped make an impact, actually move the needle forward, particularly like anything women of color related. Like that's always so much of what I'm doing. Um, and it's also been, a journey with understanding my boundaries, you know, with all that giving and that loving and that sharing, it's understanding my boundaries. And like, I can't like, it's, I've already said I'm a crier. So like one of my best friends one day, like I had been teaching all day long. Like I, I just had like a rough schedule. She's like, let me cook you dinner. And I don't know why that act gave me so like, <laughs> I didn't, it, the next day I was full of energy just from her cooking me dinner. It, and it, it wasn't anything crazy, but she just put so much love into each dish. And I realized like, I don't do these things to get back, but I realized the more I pour into people, you just get it back tenfold. You know, like same thing, I'm such a believer in karma. Like, and I learned a lot about karma when I got in my teacher training. And so I never really understood what it was totally until I started to experience it. And I, now I trust, like I don't have to not be this, kind generous person that i am like i always it always comes back and it's never what you think it's always way better so so i i appreciate you both tonight because you guys have given a lot to to the folks at home you know i'm, I'm sure 
just, just hearing your, your stories again is always extremely inspiring and I'm sure that it's helped people in, in what really are and what's really become a really tough time. Um, and one that we, we don't know when it, will, when it will end, but we are faithful and we know it's going to end. So um, to folks at home, stay up, stay strong. You guys heard the, the fight in, in these two young ladies' stories. Be that, you know, embody that, um, feel that. You know, no one, no one said they ignored the feelings or ran away from them. They all embraced them. Um, and by embracing them, they knew either I don't want to ever feel that again, or at the very least, I know how I'm going to handle it next time I feel that again. Right. Um, so to you both, you know, where, where can people find you guys? Tara, you first. Uh, yeah, I'm all over the place right now, but uh, Instagram, Tara A. Nicholas, so T-A-R-A-A-N-I-C-O-L-A-S. And then everything else about me is right there. Um, and please keep in touch. Tell me how you're doing um, and just embrace all that you are. Like right now, more than ever, it is so important. And we'll get past everything we need to get past through, beyond, thrive. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, Larry, how about you? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Lyrisc, which is L-I-R-I-S-C, C is for Cross, which is my last name, which you can find me on Facebook under Lyris Cross, and Cross with an E. So Iris with a L, Cross with an E, find me on Facebook, and on YouTube, find me on youtube.com backslash LC78. And on TikTok, find me under Lyris Cross. I just came over there. <laughs> and um, my website is lyrisc.com. And you can always get copies, signed copies of my book, Make the World Your Runway, Top Model Secrets for Everyday Confidence and Success. The forward is written by Tim Gunn. You can get it cheaper on Amazon, but if you want a signed copy, go to lyrisc.com and you can get it there. And one of the last things is I'm going to apologize to all of your listeners because um, throughout the podcast, you might hear the sounds of sirens. Um, Girl, you in New York City. <laughs> I, no, but, but you don't understand. Uh, the reason why I keep getting up every day and pushing forward is because every day I hear those sirens. The other day I counted at least 22 sirens in one day. It can either scare the bejeebus out of you or it can um, empower you to move forward. Cause my thing is I'm here, I'm safe in my home. And I have another, I'm, I woke up another day with breath in my body. So, I'm gonna push forward even though I hear the sirens because maybe somebody who's who those sirens are for, maybe they're not having that chance. So I just challenge you all to just keep pushing forward the best. It, it's really yet yet to come. Yeah. It absolutely is. And and outside of our own team, uh Franz and Dre, and I think David now too, I think you're the first repeat guest that we've ever had on the show. <laughs> Appreciate you rejoining us and spreading some love again um, to everyone at home. Absolute love. Be safe. Be healthy. Um, thank you guys so much. WIL Take Ownership Podcast, where we're all about taking ownership of your mental, your economics, your community. For us, take it easy. And from us, take it easy. Be safe. Be loved. Peace. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys.